one thing we have to keep in mind is that, and we talked about it on the show. But at the same time, it comes from two different points. Then all of a sudden, you want to say, oh, well, you know, best, I think for me, I don't know if I can speak for everybody else. This is Dead is Sports. This is the place where sports opinions collide. Dead in Sports. I'm your host, Kenneth Fiennes. Joining me on the show, we got Nikki Duce. What's going on? Mr. Miami himself, you feel me? <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, Lord. We got uh, Q. Q's in the house. You know. That's, 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 <laughs> that's, that's, that's how we get. <laughs> y'all know, man. Yeah, be by this time. What's up, y'all? And the man with the freshest haircut. Hey, he got the hey, he got the scully on, boy. He had to show him one time. I knew it. Nah, I couldn't. I couldn't find my hat. Nah, that I don't wanted to wear. Right? It's because you got that that clean. You cut. try to show the waves off, boy. <laughs> I know I was in Miami, go. but you swimming right now. <laughs> they, they gone. They gone. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, we're gonna go ahead and jump into the show. We thank you guys for showing up. Please hit the like button and become a subscriber. And uh, let's go, Nick. Um, before we get to the NBA real quick, there was, uh, again, as the NFL draft is approaching, there was obviously going to be some trades going on, especially with this year being really good with QBs um, coming out in this year's uh, draft. The draft is April 29th, so it's, cl- it's coming up. Like We got about a little over a month um, left. Uh, the 49ers made a big move. They did. Um, they traded up from 12th. In the first round to third with yeah. Miami, uh, they gave up a buttload of picks. Uh, their 12th pick uh, this year, I think a first round pick in 2022 and a third round pick in 2023. Uh, and Miami, of course, has moved down to 12. So now you know that they're probably going to stick with Tua. They're not going to mm-hmm. trade him out or, or try to do what uh, Arizona did with Kyler Murray. and uh, What's up? Oh. oh, I thought he said something. He um, but, uh, yeah, I just want to get y'all thoughts on the trade as far as what the 49ers are potentially trying to do, um, which it looks like seems like they're trying to get a QB. They're done with Jimmy G. That experiment mm-hmm. is over with. Uh, so which QBs coming out of this draft will be the best fit for San Fran? Uh, I'll go first, and then I'll hand it over to Shelton. I know he's – and you guys are heavy into football. But, um, but I think Fields might be the guy. I think Fields might be the guy um, that they want, but I'm not an expert on what type of quarterbacks that uh, – what's his name? The coach, Shanahan likes. So I don't know if he wants a, a statue white boy or a running nigger. So <laughs> it just, it just depends, to, man. Hey, what mixed quarterback is coming out this year? Is it Trey Lance? <laughs> I don't know. You get, a little, you get that yep. little Patty Mahomes, a little yeah. bit of both. Hey, you might see that there. You might see that there. Hey, QBs, hey, hey, coaches look at them QBs like baby bear. Like, it's sure just right. <laughs> like they've been breeding. <laughs> yeah, so one or the other. So I think it's the right move to just go ahead and move on from Jimmy. Um, you got to the Super Bowl. I mean, so you got something out of it, whether it's through his play, his not play in terms of when they just ran the ball or whatever. You know, at the end of the day, you went. It didn't work out. He could make the throw and had he got you. So, um, so yeah, let's move on. So, yeah, I think that's it. Well, for me, the the, the smart move would be Fields. Um, I was hurt when they moved up because I honestly thought that it was going to be Carolina that would move up and take Justin Fields at that position. They talked about Trey Lance, but I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be Justin Fields that everybody's after, which they should be. 
I mean, he's, he's a proven commodity, works hard. He's going to be a good quarterback. What you do is, if you're San Francisco, in my opinion, you draft Justin Fields, you keep Jimmy G, and you let him start. Because you know Jimmy G, he's got you to the Super Bowl. He can, he can guide this team to another playoff berth. And with all the pieces coming back, they can go on a nice little run, and you get your, t- your quarterback time to rest and learn. I mean, to learn under someone, i.e. Patty Mahomes, under Alex Smith, it's the same situation um, on a team that's proven and ready to go. And next year, he could take over the reins and they won't miss a beat. So that's what I would think they would do. But now looking at it, Matt Jones seems to be the move that they, everybody, I mean, he's the hot name right now that's out there. I think it's a mistake, but that's what everybody's after right now. And you know how that go. Just like Zach Wilson shot up the board. Out of nowhere, Zach Wilson is supposed to be the great. He's the second best quarterback on the board, according to everybody, which I don't understand how this guy couldn't beat Coastal Carolina, but now he's the second best quarterback in college football. I, I just don't get it, man. I, I don't get it. And I, I think complexion has a lot to do with quarterback evaluation. It hey, still does. His first name is Zach. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's all you need to know. Once you say Zach. Unless, you, unless you're talking about Snyder, it's a wrap, right? right. I don't know too many black Zacks, do you? Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, nah. And he's, nah. Like I said, they, they both both white quarterbacks have shot up the board, and we we see we see it all the time. I mean, black quarterbacks dominate all year, but draft time comes and somehow they forget how to play the position every day. So whatever. Well, <laughs> that's that's why I'm happy right now because I feel like I would I honestly would be sh- more shocked if Justin Fields isn't picked at three at least top three now that San Fran has moved up it seems like the first f- six picks five out of six are going to be QBs because I know the, the Bengals already they're number five but they're probably going to go for hopefully to go for offensive linemen after the whole Joe Burrow situation but um and especially that kid out of Oregon I think he should be right there but Everybody else seems like that. We need a, if you need a QB this year, this is the best time to get one. So if you're gonna move up, move up. Um, I think Justin Fields will be the perfect uh, QB selected for San Fran. Kyle Shanahan has actually done a lot with QBs mm-hmm. that probably are more average than great. You got Matt Ryan. Uh, what's his name? You got Jimmy G. You also got uh, RG three that he was coaching his rookie year. He got him offensive yeah. rookie of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. So like he, so he knows how to use a lot of different style QBs. Mm-hmm. Um, even with Kirk Cousins. So Kirk Cousins too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 he seems like he can do no wrong. So while I do believe he's looking at Justin Fields because Justin Fields ran a what four four in the uh, in his combine just today was it today or yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like four four five or something like that. Yeah, it was, yeah. So yeah, so he's. Athletic as hell. I know Trey Lance is athletic too, but to me, Justin Fields is the is the best QB outside of Trevor Lawrence coming out of college football. Mm. I, I would tend to agree with all y'all saying. I think that uh, Kyle Shanahan can probably mold a QB like Justin Fields into semi what he would want in a Deshaun Watson because what we understand from those tea leaves, a lot of people were saying that San Fran was interested, but obviously with what we maybe we'll talk about. <laughs> uh, that's not going to happen. So perhaps the Justin Fields is like a very good compensatory prize. So we'll see what happens. But I understand exactly why they did this trade. They had to. Jimmy G can't make the throw. 
but he can get you to the dance, but he can't make the big one. To me, when people people giving Jimmy G too much credit, and I've been the I've been the Jimmy G hater since he got that first contract or that contract with San Fran, because I was like, who the yeah. fuck is this dude? Like this dude really ain't that great, and we saw it on display in the Super Bowl, but he still got paid. He was still chalked up with all those wins that saying this motherfucker's a winner. He, yeah, let, he, he ain't good, lead on the shit. All right, that defense, that defense, that analytics, that defense yep. led that motherfucker. Once that nigga threw that interception in in, in the Vikings <laughs> playoff game, you ain't see that motherfucker throw again until the Super Bowl. Pressure bus pipe. <laughs> Pressure bus pipe. I'm telling you. And then when he that's threw it true. again, what happened? He missed. And that's when I was like, all right, pipe bust. <laughs> that's true. Water was. I mean, he, he definitely he definitely is a system QB. He definitely is a, is a system product. I mean, guys like Shanahan, Belichick, they definitely have embellished his capabilities with just the thoroughness of their program and their creativity on offense to be able to get guys open. So, you know, Jimmy, he was anointed because once again, you know, what Shelton's talking about, there is a racial uh, undertone to it because on the same, on the same accord, Jacoby Jones, who did, if not more to a better defense, doesn't get the same accord. You know what I mean? With the media, but Jimmy G gets to go be the system guy. I'm not even saying that they're equal players. It's just in the opportunity. Once again, you get the guys to back up in the Colts and one guy is going to be a coveted, you know, hopefully a salvageable career for somebody else Two two different narratives because of the um, connotation behind what, what it means to be a system QB when you're white and you're black. That's why Andy Dalton mm. QB one <laughs> with the bears. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. And it, I mean, hopefully we talk about that too. But that's that's just that don't make no sense at all. You you couldn't even be QB one anywhere else in the world in, in college if you went back. So how can you be the QB one of an NFL team at this stage? It, it just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a super chat real quick from Kaylin McCoy on that subject we were talking on just now. Appreciate you, Kaylin. As always, every week glad to see you here. QBs out of nowhere. Often don't I mean QBs out of nowhere don't pan out, which is true. You know these out of nowhere QBs. You know, i.e. Daniel Jones, Daddy Dimes. What, bro? Um, chill out. This ain't he, he, hey. These guys. We three, my guy. <laughs> That's the magic guys, number. Man, they, but but for the most part, and somebody mentioned in the chat, they said other than Wentz and, and Allen, Josh Allen, those are the only two that you know. No, you got Dak. Dak was Mississippi State. Trubisky. Um, Trubisky did not pan out. Like, like we said, Dak. Trubisky, got, Trubisky has a legit, decent uh, uh, winning record, if you want to be a, be frank. And he been I mean, to the playoff twice. And some people oh, look better no. in the dark. I mean, but, oh, no. <laughs> hey. Oh, no. I'm just saying. Trib- I don't you know. talk about... I think finding a QB is probably the, the hardest. It is the hardest position probably in sports. Drafting a quarterback, mm-hmm. you could draft it any. I think you could draft it any other sport, and it'll be a, it's easier because a quarterback, not only drafting a bad quarterback sets your franchise back at least five years. Nowadays, maybe a little bit less, but it's at least three to five years. And then all that time, look. I mean, obviously, look at Chicago. Chicago's wasted their defense for the last three to five years. Yes, just completely wasted because of the QB yeah. selection. And, and they, and like, they probably could have won at least two Super Bowls by now. And like we talked about, they could have done it with one of those system QBs even. Even if you had taken, like you said, the Jacoby Brissett or some of those guys, they would have won more than... Tyrod Taylor could have 
could have went took them further than any of the other QBs could have. Correct, because they don't they control the offense and they don't commit turnovers. That's what they needed. They Why didn't is James not in Chicago right now? That that's that's the mystery too. I, I don't get oh. the Jamie's thing at all. I don't I don't get that at all. They ain't got crab legs in Chicago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit, they got some bomb ass crab legs. Oh I'm man. Good. Uh, crab legs and chicken wings. We, uh, speaking of Tyrod Taylor, before we move on to the NBA. Hey, quick, quick, hold on one second. We do have another super chat from Weedon Boys, Nick. All right. And he want to know, will we stream during the first round of the NFL draft? We did that last year, so I'm pretty sure we do it again this year, huh? Yeah, we did we last did? year. We, I think we did it virtually. I think we did virtually. Yeah, we did. We okay. did it from home. Yeah, we're going to have a whole bunch of Denzel Kuypers. It's going to be great. <laughs> he said did say <laughs> that was a, we had we had a pretty good time doing the draft last year. All right, uh we can talk about it. I'm open to it. He said Q you said we're gonna have a bunch of Todd McKnights. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. That's, that's oh, a fact. We'll see. I'm down for it. We'll see. We we look back at if, if if y'all watching get a chance, go back and look at the show from last year. That was a good show. I, I appreciate I had a good time doing and watching that show. Talk about everybody. Yeah, shit. I I, I tend to look back at stuff like that, see where we, you know, where we were and how off and on we were. Analysis, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of uh, someone, I don't know if this nigga is on or off as far as the team yet. (laughs) Sean Watson. We done. Is he done in the NFL? It's over. Everything about him is done, bro. Everything. It's going to be tough, man. It's going to be real. I don't think he's done. I, I think that he's going he's going to have a, a nice long suspension, but I yeah. think he'll he'll resurface. He, he's he's got too much talent. <laughs> and the the only way he'll be done is if they you know somehow criminal charges come about. I don't even want to touch it, man, because it's like I got it. Y'all press the button and the, you can't go back. And yep. it's really bad for him yeah, right man. now. It's bad for I, him. I, I read some articles. You read some I, more stuff? I man, stopped reading, man. I read the one that SI put out. It, it's bad, man. It's bad. It's bad. Nah, it's, I, yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's bad. I, she she didn't even she's not even one of the the people that, that filed like a, a lawsuit against her. She said the dude was humping the air and shit. Like on the on the uh sitting on the crowd and on, on the table and shit like that, just humping there out of nowhere. I'm like, like Sean, I'm thinking stuff. like this is does he got a doppelganger or some shit? Like I don't know. Nah, so so me. I'm just thinking like, bro, at all, all this time, I'm like, bro, you've been doing this. <laughs> Why Sean Dawson? <laughs> somebody said, somebody, somebody said it was this is getting more scandalous than trapped in the closet. And it's like for real, bro. This bro. is this is this is oh, like wow. trapped in this is like trapped in the spa, bro. This shit is crazy. <laughs> Oh wow! It is insane. It's bad, man. No, it's like, bad. Yeah, this man should like, you get another massage in his life. Period. Now he'll get one, and if he go, if he <laughs> these yeah. criminal charges lock up, boy, he go, he gonna get touched for real. Hey, <laughs> 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 now I'm just saying, bro. Like you, the you, the probably the biggest name in Houston. You would think, like, bro, you don't have to go through these methods. At least that, uh, that's just me rationally thinking about some shit. It's, I guess not. It's, it's, you know, I mean, there's a lot 
to um, you know, to, to comfort us. There's still facts to be released. They still got to go through the civil trial or whatever. You know what? This is a this is a is the Mike Stallone deep dive. This is not the Dennis. <laughs> like this is like one of this. This is so many layers right here, man. There's like psychology to this. There's like power dynamic to this. There's like just you know a male privilege to, to this as people say there's a, there's a class privilege like it's a whole bunch of layers man and there's gonna be a 30 organization for 30. too it is real hey the, the crazy thing about this is it is how far his star failed like this guy came from he, he was the king he was the cream of the crop you know all we talked about was how clean cut his image was and how every team would be clamoring for this guy and here we are now less than two weeks later and I don't think anybody would touch it with a 10 foot pole at this point. So I, that's just crazy how far it's it 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 <laughs> they, they, The masseuses didn't want to touch the big Right, right. Uh, uh, we got a super chat. Tigolo Kane, what's up, Tigolo? Tigolo said, uh, what's more grimy, Watson or Geis? Man, I don't even know what Geis did. So the fact that I don't, I don't know, know like, he probably did worse. The fact that I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who. The, I don't know what. Yeah. What, what did what did Darius guys do? Uh, enlighten all of us because I don't even know what he did. Right. I know he got suspended, but I, I mean, I know he got he released, but I don't know what he did. I can't uh, remember. Thoughts to the survivors too. I don't want us to come across as insensitive. I wanted us to be real about that. So yeah, yeah, it's messed up. He took advantage of them like that, man. Oh, I hope it all sorts of stuff out at, at this point because like yeah, the commentary, is... the commentary surrounding it is just mute for me now. Where it's like, all right, what did this mother, like? What did he do? Like, what did that's you the do? thing? That's the yeah. thing. I, yeah, I just need that. That's yeah. the only thing I'm missing. Yeah, yeah, that's why my my whole stance just kind of evolved. The last thing I'm read, I'm like, God dang, bro! Like, it's just it's so much that's packed into this. So whatever the outcome is. One thing I know is that I just think he's done. Now, I know there's been a lot of conversations about talent in the NFL, and if you're talented enough, it'll supersede all that or whatever. No, nah, nah, not these this, days. This one? I don't, I don't know about that. And then, of course, you add in, like you said, you, you, you start to add in the, the color of his skin. You add in his, his, his um, violent exit from Texas, like a lot of things. He has a lot of things going against him, you know. And you know, you you showing out and you talking yeah. negatively like that about the organization you're trying to get out, and then this happened, everybody mm-hmm. like, okay, wait a minute, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think if this is like drugs, maybe you get over like mm-hmm. he can talent, but once it's yeah, done, they, they don't care about that. Either, yeah, because 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 like people who are addicted to drugs or people who are whatever, they actually want the drug at at the time. The women, you know, they don't want that, so it's like exactly. already. Exactly. Yeah, that's some predatory. Yeah, dr- drugs are you. If you that's just you hurting yourself. You yeah. know, this also, is also trauma too. But at the end of the day, you know what I mean. For sure. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the NBA. Um, you guys re- recap the the NBA trade deadline stuff mm-hmm. on last Thursday. Um, Jeannie Bus has some uh quotes and perspectives. Um, speaking with Stephen A. on uh. Steve, what is it? I don't even call it ESPN. That's Stephen A's world. <laughs> Whatever the fucking show. That's basically ESPN. Um, but she was talking to um, Stephen A about the Brooklyn Nets and the moves they made to acquire the talent that they got now. And she was saying it brings out the best in us as far as the Lakers. Um, when teams identify us as the team to beat and they gear up to go at us head to head, that makes us work harder. 
and mm-hmm. quote like most white women do. So bring it on. The white women say, "Bring it on." It's a wrap. Might be in trouble, boy. You better look out. <laughs> um. So with that being said, what do y'all think about? I guess I, we've now starting to get more more look as far as this team as a collective, mm-hmm. and then what the well the healthy Lakers since we're not going to count what they are now, but when they're healthy, is it basically a wrap? Is it is it over? As far as Brooklyn, Hell is it? No. We just give them the title. Hell no, no, nothing is over. We we learned this in Cam Newton's MVP season. That going in the Super Bowl is not a foregone conclusion. We learned that the Warriors going up against the Raptors is not a foregone conclusion. And things can happen. Unforeseen events. Unforeseen the fact that Steve Nash actually has to coach. Um, and I'll say it right here. Shout out to the Heat fans in the chat because I won't be shocked at all if we see Brooklyn dribbling out the clock down like, you know, five points in a crucial game six loss to Miami, going back to Miami for game seven. And I don't think that that is a future that a lot of people want to deal with because they, they just look, look, they're just seeing LaMarcus Aldridge, just seeing Blake Griffin. But the real NBA fans, the people who really watch the game, I feel like they understand that this team is very beatable. They're not, they're not invincible, but they're very beatable. They have some of the most Fragile-minded players on that team. Uh, L.A., Lake Griffin. Uh, Kyrie has had his moments, but Kyrie's a baller. KD's a baller, but we know what happened with KD. Shit, even with today. James Harden as well is a baller, but we see, you know, his pass is what it is. Um, Adversity, like. Adversity. There, there are only two on that team I know that have legit dealt with real adversity in the moment. Adversity. Kyrie with the shot, and KD, of course, with a couple of shots. You know, in the finals with LeBron. Granted, he had a lot of people with him, but nevertheless, like those games were tight, and uh, and you know, and and he handled his business. Um, the rest of those guys, man, this this the the Lakers that had Karl Malone and and what was it, Gary, Gary Payton, Payton. Payton, all them guys. Yeah, they had everybody. Yeah, it it could very well be that. And I I think for me, like, Blake Griffin already clapping back. Like, you ain't dunked in two years. Why are you responding to people criticizing you when you played like you weren't shit? And now you mad? Like, come on, bro. Like, whether it's fair or not, it's like now all of a sudden you want to talk because you're on a team that has has a chance of winning winning a title. That's a lot of miles to feed, man. Uh, L.A. talking about he can help with defense, with switching and stuff like that. It's like, what do you do when Drummond elbows you in the head or Bam out of Bayou uh, hip check you and some shit like that? He don't respond well to that shit. So, And then you got Steve Nash, of all people, who couldn't get past the Spurs. Let's talk about his, his playing career. Great, but he had a cap to it. So there's a lot on this team. And it's like, I've been up and down, up and down with Brooklyn. There are times when I'm like, damn, man, they, they look like they're going to do it. And then they go do all this. Sometimes it's just too much. It's, it's too much. Mm-hmm. You, you're right. You create a circus atmosphere, and it's, it's sometimes harder, you know. And, and I said it before when, when we were talking on that episode, sometimes it's better not to add these major pieces 
in in their minds anyway because they they don't have major games. You need role players. You need players to come in there and fill a void and fill a role and who would know their role and do their jobs. In some cases, a Jared Dudley is more valuable than a Blake Griffin because he understands his role. He gets what he's supposed to do. He knows how to go out there and give you a good 20 minutes and get you four assists, four rebounds, you know what I'm saying, and a couple points and be okay. That's what's important. That's what you need when you got three superstars. You don't surround them with has-been superstars. You surround them with great role players who can come in and hold their spot down when they're on the bench. So that sometimes, like you said, you can put too but, many pieces in a room. But what – how do you, like – I don't see how you could poo-poo has-been superstars because those most likely turn into great role players. I mean, we yeah. talk about – we talk about – we uh, let's not say superstars. Let's say all-stars at least. Mm-hmm. Like, you got Andre Iguodala, right? He was a dog in Philly. You could talk about it. He was a dog in Philly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They try to dub him AI. <laughs> yeah. But he saw most of his success as a role player as far mm-hmm. as NBA success. Um, who else do we got? Like, there's a there's a bunch of examples. I think what I'll say is this. I do agree with Q. They are beatable. They're not unstoppable. This, to me, the Miami teams, the Golden State Warrior teams, those are a little bit more God-tier level mm-hmm. for me. This one is just more of like, I'm only saying is it a wrap for the NBA? Because it's just like, as I look at everyone else, it's hard to find a team that's as healthy as they are, even though KD is, you know, he's the only one really nicked the tuck. They don't really are they healthy? I don't, think they, I don't think they really need KD, but I'd say they're the most healthy. They it's like KD. They're going to need KD. They're going to need they KD. They absolutely need KD. Because yes, if you only have Kyrie and James, this is what I'm talking about. You're going to have to make Steve Nash coach. And in, in, in a span of, what is it, two weeks? Oh, wait, for, for us, uh, or 10 days for a, a seven-game series against one coach who's really good. I'm pointing out the Spolsters of the world, like the Nick yeah, Nur- Nurses of the world, because obviously Toronto's not going to make it, but that kind of coach and that kind of mind is very antagonistic to the type of team that Brooklyn has. It's very, very, very um, – it's very dependent on the creation of James Harden. It's very dependent on that pick and roll. And if you can stop the pick and roll, if you can force James Harden into, you know, his second read, his third read, and you make Kyrie, like I've been saying, into that guy. Because, bro, there's no telling what KD's going to look like in the playoffs. Like, he's got a hamstring coming off an Achilles that he repaired just a year ago. And people just penciling in this team, like, you're not going to have to see Bam, Oladipo, the Butler, like one of the best defense, you got to see Embiid, Simmons. These are teams that are going to make you work. And Steve Nash is going to have to organize these names. This is not just about their talent. They're all incredibly talented. But mm-hmm. Steve Nash having to organize these people to do what they have to do, I don't know if he can do that. That's the reason why I say they're beatable. It's because of the coach. If it was like, if uh, who's, the, who's the guy who was the Toronto coach that got fired before Nick Nurse? Uh, Dwayne Casey. If they had someone like at least him or even a Mike Woodson, I would have more confidence in this team. But Steve Nash is unproven. To me, the playoffs is all about coaching more than talent. We saw that with Brett Brown with Philly. Like We're hoping that Doc Rivers can take Philly further because of coaching. Continuity, man. Continuity. Hey, shout shout out to Mike Woodson, by the way, because he just got the Indiana job. Yeah, that's his alma Um, mater, too. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, but I, I don't. Oh, go ahead. 
No, I was just gonna say it's Steve Nash for me. Like I think mm. when I say they don't need KD, I'm just talking about to get to the out of the East. I don't think they need KD to get out of the East. Mm. The finals, they probably will need his presence, obviously, because LeBron is gonna be probably too daunting. And AD, we'll see what he turns up to be. But I just think that just to get out the East, from what I've seen, they got enough talent. They can do it, but if, if, if but it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult if Joel Embiid comes back and plays like he can play, and then you still got um, uh, Milwaukee. Giannis, you got teams. You got you got teams out there that can beat that 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 monster. But back to what we were talking about earlier too. Those there's not very many guys that are all star level who settle nicely into those roles. And also, it's the thing of knowing when your time is up and being able to deal with it. Lamarcus Aldridge, for example. He may, we talked about Andre Drummond. Some of those guys may not know that their time is up. In their brains, they're still the same guy. So they don't really grasp the fact, hey, I got to do what I got to do to win a championship. A lot of these guys aren't built that way to where they're thinking, I got to I gotta fit in to this role. Some guys have been playing that role their whole lives. They came in the league knowing where they were supposed to be. My brother went to an NBA camp. And when he was there, it, he was there with a b- bunch of uh, mid-level guys. And they told him, it's like, you guys are not going to come in here and be superstars. You're not coming in here to score 20 a night. You're coming in here to fill a role. So if you're going to be a defender, you better be the best defender on the court. If you're going to be a three-point shooter, you better be the best one on the court. If you're going to be a hustler or whatever, you know, my brother was a terrific passer. That was his ticket to playing pro ball. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say role players – are so important. They're, they're just as important to these championships as those main guys. And some of those guys who have been main guys, they don't settle into those roles nicely because they don't understand that they're at that level to where they need to be there. My my thing is, you look at Ray Allen, you look at Carmelo Anthony, and we could, there's a couple other more guys on that list, but those guys right now or have played those roles where they were all-stars, they were franchise players, and they made a the transition. I do agree, showing that it has to be a mentality first as far as I'm not who I used to be. I got to switch it up. But if LA's talking about playing defense, if Blake Griffin is talking about, you know, being fine with coming off the bench, those are the, those are the mentality. Those are the, they got humbled in the places they were at. They were in small market cities where it wasn't really shit to do. And while they did have a big name, it didn't really mean shit in that city. So it's just like, those are, those are humbling experiences. And to me, that's the reason why I'm like, if they're in that mentality and they could still LA could probably still get you 14 and six, 14 and seven. Same thing with Blake Griffin. That's that's those are role players or numbers for me. No, I I, I think that they're gonna be good role players. I think that this team is 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 destined to face probably most likely Philly in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um I think Giannis and the Bucks, while what they added Jeff Teague, I believe. Um, and they still got, I, I do like, uh, I really do like Bledsoe, um, not Bledsoe, uh, what's his name? Holiday. Holiday, Holiday on their squad. <sighs> I, I don't know. I just think it's time for, I think it's Philly's time to show, to get past the second round. Uh, and if they don't do it this year, I don't know when they're going to do it. But I just think that is, I think Brooklyn is, is Brooklyn's East to lose. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Like if, what do they do when. Jimmy's on the other side of the. On the but who is court. Jimmy Garden? To me, it's all about match. It's all Jimmy, about match. Jimmy's probably gonna guard Harden. Jimmy's gonna guard Harden. But it's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's also Jimmy's mentality. It's what he does in terms of like 
the things you can't really measure. Like when he he got guys believing that they're better than they are, and half those guys that came back and be like, yeah, we don't we don't been to the finals before. We lost to one of the greatest players of all time that's on Mount Rushmore in six games, and that's because we ran out of steam. Like, who are these guys that just put together? So I don't know. I mean, I feel you. I think that the talent, they can out-talent them, but adversity is something else, man. man I know. We'll see. That close, like, a closing lineup of Oladipo, Andre Iguodala, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and then who just plug in somebody, you know, and then Kendrick Nunn, you know what I mean? Who knows? I think that that lineup is good enough because you would have Oladipo probably guarding Kyrie with Iguodala with the help. And you got Bam kind of trolling in the middle with his own unless Miami picks up another big. Um, I could see Whiteside on a on like a buyout for the, for them as well. I mean, if you know, we'll, we'll see what happens um, next offseason. But I don't know, man. This team is very much so beatable. And I think that they have not flaws like glaring, but they can be exploited in a seven game series. They're very small inside. We'll be back after this quick break. Uh, we uh, had a couple, couple super go chats. Ahead, go ahead with the super chats, man. Uh, Kayla McCoy, I did get you, man. I appreciate you as always. Don't stop. We, we see you. Um, he said, I never want to hear KD better than LBJ after this. That's the bullshit thing that I keep seeing people talk. And I, I'm I'm glad that some people in the uh, Dead End Sports Reddit thread was bringing that up. That's... Is, did he... <clears throat> Excuse me if I'm wrong, but did Brooklyn do anything wrong? Did they do anything illegal? Was there any tampering with the these acquisitions? Or they was just making the best moves to win a title? Like, the whole fucking point of all this shit is to win a title. Mm-hmm. LeBron proved that when he made the moves he made when he left Cleveland to go to Miami. He was like, I did all the shit that I could have done in Cleveland. I tried to do it, at least his first stint. And then he left. He's like, I, I, but I need better opportunities. Most right. of them niggas on that Brooklyn team have not won a title. Thank you. But most have most of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the they want to they they've they've accomplished a lot. They want their milk and honey too. I mean, but the two guys that really got together to play together won a title. Um right. mm-hmm. so they've already accomplished everybody else just like I want to get on the back. But that's too. every that's every, when Miami was doing that shit, everybody came down to Miami. It was a little bit different. It was a little bit and different. And we and 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 Boston uh, didn't did it first, man. I'm, yeah, we, we got Boston go ain't do it like the way my Boston did it as a swan song. Because if you want to be honest, Houston did it, and we already talked about the Lakers doing it. So it ain't really like Boston did the same thing. It was a but bunch Boston, of old guys that at the end of their careers that ain't one. Uh, that ain't one. They shit. weren't. They weren't that old. Like KG. Was Come on, on. KG hey. was not in his prime. Whoa. Ray Allen wasn't in his prime. Tweaking. Paul Pierce wasn't in his prime. Tweaking. Are you serious? KG was in his prime. That was prime You're time. Serious? That was the best of KG. Bro, he was he defensive player. He's defensive player of the year before he got traded. He was defensive. He was defensive player of the year. <laughs> he was an MVP in Mil- in uh, Minnesota. In Minnesota, and yeah. then he was also in the running for defensive player of the year while he was at Boston. I was so hyped about it, man! Like because it, it was like, oh my god, KG, KG, Ray yeah. Allen, and Paul Pierce about to play on. Were the they in their prime though? Yes. They were they were they still were in their prime. they were still in their prime. Come on, man. That's bro. That, that run lasted literally. That run lasted literally those two finals. That was it. Was it. Is that not in your prime still? No, that's not. Two final bro. runs. Stop it. I guess I guess the biggest difference. The, the biggest difference for me was that when they crazy. went there. You added to what was already there. 
You know what I'm saying? You already had Paul Pierce. Who who came? It was just it was just KG. it was just Ray Allen and KG. MV, MVP KG and Ray Allen. Like right. What are I mean, we talking I, about? What are we talking about? MVP KG was three years before he got. I'll yeah. give you that he won Defensive Player of the Year in Boston, but that was that was that was it. Do Prime do is Marcus All win 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 Defensive Player of the Year in LA? Like what's up? What are you talking about? I just think that that was good additions to his already good team. I, I, that's what I looked at. That is, I I didn't see that as like stacking a deck. Yo, like we are we do we really not we uh, no nah, we're no no we're not doing no, this. KG no, KG was great. No, KG, I agree with you. Me and Ray I Allen agree. were in their prime of their career. We saw them go to toe to toe with young Derrick Rose. That we all saw this. We saw yeah, them go to war yeah. with Kobe. I, they killed Kobe. I agree with you about KG. Three though. washed I, up I dudes is not killing Kobe and Powell. No, they weren't washed up at all. They I just said it was washed. I just said it not in their prime. Just because you ain't in your prime, I mean, you washed. Man, it was in their prime. They would feel like 29, 30, 31. That's My whole thing, though, like I said, is they, they just went and joined what Paul Pierce already had going. So that's to me, that made it a little different. You know what I'm saying? What did Paul Pierce have going? Not much. He he was already there. Because though. he needed two other people. And that's what happened. Hey, can you get on the phone? Okay, hey, come on. Tell, tell your GM to trade you. That's what happened. But we get this narrative that, oh, LeBron James. Kid. Oh, bro. And it was a trade. And, and, and he was traded there, right? Yeah, it was traded. He so, asked so for that, that trade. To me, to me, that still make it different, though. First first off, let me tell you the differences. Paul Pierce was already there. Mm. KG got traded there. Like, like, like Dwayne Wade. Thank you. So, so it, it, it still wasn't like putting together the super team where all these people just decided, hey, we are free agents. Let's go to this one place and play together. It still was a different situation. It, it was different for me. So you think that Ray Allen didn't talk to Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce? Hey, should we do this? Yeah, he didn't talk to him after. The, the, the G- <laughs> but during like and before, the GMs all have to confer <laughs> with these people. Like, no trade yeah. clauses. So they're like, hey, well, so what do you think? Yeah, hey, man, let's do it. They literally admitted to this on TNT. So yeah, they, had, they had a conversation. <laughs> I, I okay, just, so what? What's the difference? So what? Like, so hard? I just told you, Paul Pierce was already there. So was Wade. Huh? Say it again. So was Dwayne. They were. They were all over thirty-one when they got together for that first title in two thousand seven, two thousand eight season. They're still in your prime of your they career. Were, K- KG was like thirty-two. Paul Pierce is thirty-one. Ray Allen was like thirty-three. That's Those do not sound like still, prime years. Still, still in the tw- in the dwindling years of your prime. Like people say, like basketball, like 34, 35 is when guys start getting out of your prime. Yeah, like guys guys from like 25 to like 31. And if you're an all-time great, you can stretch it a little your, bit. Your prime is, prime. let's keep it a bundle. You stretching out the prime. This, these niggas ain't LeBron. Nah, they ain't bro. playing until like, thir- they wasn't dropping the numbers they was, they was doing when they was balling in the NBA. Your prime is 25 to 30. And not really when you all-time great. KG is a top, what, top five, top six power forward of all time. Ray Allen, one of the greatest shooters we've ever seen. Paul Pierce, y'all talking about Paul Pierce, like he was, you know, what I'm saying, holding it down in Boston. So apparently, he's one of the greatest. So it's like, no, you know, Paul, no, I'm not, I'm not poo pooing on them. Right? I'm just saying, hmm? in comparison to the my to the Miami that construction, it's to right. me, it's it's a level, it's a higher level of that because you're talking is. about like at the time Ray they Allen. were three, they were the top one or two at the their only position. Issue, only issue Ray, Ray Allen was a dope. Role players, what Ray Allen was. Ray Allen didn't average twenty points a game, even. So Bosh okay. was a role so, okay. player. Okay, Chris Bosh, y'all proving my my, my y- y- y'all are proving my point. No, exactly. no, I'm saying I'm saying at the time that they got there, Bosh was the number one power forward in the league. But right. Dwayne Wade was the Ray number Allen one. was the guy in Seattle. But can, can we? But can we just back up, right? What do y'all? Because I think at the core of this is that 
Boston was the blueprint, right? We we yes. can argue whether LeBron or not went to Miami as a response to Boston. I'm not even a LeBron stand like 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 that. But Allen Iverson is my goat. Like, let's be clear. So I have no st- like LeBron w- did that because number one, it was actually supposed to be Mellow Wade and LeBron, and they talked about that in their early youth. But I think you're confusing me saying their prime of their basketball playing ability versus their youth of their entire life. Nah, bro, when you, when you get 30, you no longer in your youth, but you're still in the prime of your career at that time. Like Deion Sanders was 30, still going to teams. He was still in his prime. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, just kind of kind of actually start here with what you were saying about the Nets is that Boston was the blueprint. Miami did it better than Boston. And now kind of going back to what you're saying about the Nets, the Nets did it better than, than Miami. Miami. Yeah. Or you could say Golden State did it better than Miami by adding KD and then the I was Nets gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say so everything kind of like to me, go to go to go to state. I give I'll give people that, but most of that team is yeah, drafted. Really so that's why I was like, yeah. they just added one piece, even yeah. though it's the best piece you could add. Yeah. It was like, nigga, they was a they was they broke the record before they got the nigga. Yeah, they, so they, like, they raised theirs, you know. And, and, <laughs> and that's what I was saying about Boston. Boston only added two pieces. So did, so did Miami. They added he a top five power forward in their prime, and he added one of the greatest shooters ever. Like well, we, yeah. we kind of get stuck in the in yeah, the details, yeah, but yeah. at the end of the day, y'all y'all gonna put some respect on that O eight team is what I'm so saying. I don't understand the two pieces. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. That's the team. That- but but it wasn't like stacking the deck like some of these other teams. It, it's not like what the Knicks are doing, like adding all these pieces. That's what I'm Got saying. That, that We talked about that. Now, that Lakers team that that ended up losing and didn't do what with Carl Malone and all that, that was stacking the deck. Same thing with the Rockets when they added, you know, Clyde and, and Barkley and they had all those guys on that one team. That was stacking the deck. Pippen or whoever else was on that team, that was stacking the deck. That that was not what Boston did, in my opinion. I, I didn't like Boston then, but I didn't think they stacked the deck. They just got two players to come join a great player that was already there, and it worked out. They meshed well together. Two players. I, I just don't like that. <laughs> I, I just don't like that. Oh, like, two that, great players. Two yeah, great players. man. You're going to have to say two Hall of Famers. Like, two Hall yeah, of two Famers. Players. They they great players. I ain't going to lie. They, 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 they were them dudes. And they were both from South Carolina, by the way, if y'all want to know. <laughs> All right, so, whatever. Um, speaking of Carolina, um, I got a little fun, I got a little fun fact for for for, either, for Ken and Q. I don't want to get the, I don't want to, I don't want to hear your opinion yet, Sheldon. Uh, <laughs> the Hornets have won three of the last four games. Ever yep. since Le- since yeah. Lamelo Ball sure. uh, has his quote unquote season ender injury, we don't know he may come back. There's some reports to say he can come back. Yeah, uh, they're currently fourth in the East. Still, I think so. Okay. I believe so. Hanging they in are hanging in there. Um, mm-hmm. Two two of those wins, as far as their little streak that they've been going on, um, were against Miami and San Antonio. Ah, so quality games. wins. So yeah. quality wins. Yeah. 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 So we're seeing that the team is still pretty good without. Yeah, Devontae put up a 30 piece. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Shelton's yes, old, babe. Shelton, <laughs> 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 he ain't loyal to Titan. He ain't loyal. Tiger. <laughs> Chris Brown and Tiger was talking about you. You ain't loyal for shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I, I think, you know, post La Mello, La Mello. Um, you know, he, he got I wanted to see what they do. And and so far, you know, not bad. They're hanging in there, they're winning games. Shout out to Gordon, Hay- Gordon Hayward. Um, and we'll see if it continues, you know, because I was really interested to see 
Like, did Mel- La Melo really make that much of an improvement on this team? Or, you know, were they just, was this, they just ready? You know, maybe it was. It looked ready. like it fourth in the East yeah. for this team. Cause last mm-hmm. year, y'all didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. Correct. I don't know if Anthony Edwards been balling too. Oh, he, yeah. he ain't getting all those extra assists and stuff like that. He just been balling. No, no, no. He's been balling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He scored 23 uh, last night with zero for seven for three-point range, nine for 22 from the field. So, no, he, he's scoring points, but he's taking a lot of shots, and he's not making most of them. Yeah, he's like as a, second, as a rookie. Yeah. So you're you going to criticize a rookie. And, and the let's second clear. I mean, I mean Carl let's be clear. That ain't rookie of the year numbers. You're crazy. Wrong. This man putting up four, 24 some points in his last 10 games. He balling, yeah. bro. And he's taking 20-something shots. <laughs> hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. That ain't, that ain't good. Hey, but, but listen, but listen, but listen. You said, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Donovan Mitchell is a superstar. He be shooting the same damn way. I didn't say that. No, no. I, I think Donovan Mitchell is good. I don't think he's a superstar. I, I never, I wasn't on You don't think team. Donnie's a superstar? Regardless, regardless. Yeah, he's I, still, think he's, I think he's very good. I think he I mean, could be a superstar. I don't think he's good He still yet. shoots a lot and misses a lot. But he, he still does. has. Numbers just like Anthony yeah. Edwards. So no, 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 the, no, the difference is the difference is he's on a winning team. Anthony Edwards is not on a lottery team because he was not a lottery even close. <laughs> not even close. He's taking up he's taking up a lot of shots in garbage time, which is when the tip off right after tip off. So <laughs> that's that's the difference in the two. Oh, we got a couple super chats, man. We we like four behind. I'm gonna I'm gonna get Go these in real quick. Um, Till Vibes 24, appreciate you, man. Uh, dudes are starting to get desperate now and want to win a ring. We had a break from the super team era last season, but I think it's about to get uh worse. Did we though? I mean, shit. everybody always says you're not validated until you get a ring. Well, not everybody, but that how the media plays it, how casual fans play it, they only rem- remember niggas who got titles. So, I, just, I just can't do it with like the revisionist history. No, we didn't. The Clippers literally just lost last year. We didn't have a break from it. Everybody for the whole year was like, oh, the Clippers, the Clippers, the Clippers. This is what the Nets are doing this year. Like this happens all the time. I don't know. I'm very good. But do you consider the Clippers have, have put together a super team though? Fam, Max Kellerman was talking about how Kawhi was more clutch than Kobe. Mm. They had segments all over talking about can the what are the Clippers? Who should they add for their title run? They're, everything was Clipper, Clipper, Clipper. Oh, LeBron and them, they they should be shook. Oh, especially after the first couple games, Clippers won like two in a row. Oh, it's over. But I didn't think I was. I didn't still. I still didn't think about them being a super team. I, I just looked at the same thing. They only added a couple stars. And same thing with the Lakers. The best case, the Lakers did the same thing when they added uh, AD with LeBron. I, I didn't think that they put together. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't consider that a super team. I just looked at it like a couple people getting together that are talented. That's that's a little different than these super teams to me. You you see what I'm saying? That's my difference. It, is if a couple players come together, that's one thing. But to put together a super team is when multiple players, past and present all-stars or stars or whatever, are starting to migrate to one city. <laughs> I can see that definition. I just think that with the definition that has been popularized and understood within NBA circles and casual circles is that when you add anybody who's been on an all-star team to another all-star, you automatically have a great team that is expected to do something. And then depending on the like accolades of those all-stars and the level of all-star that they are into superstardom and all this that's when people begin to apply championship expectations. So when you see 
an MVP and MVP and then um, the guy who had one of the biggest shots in the finals and Kyrie team up that that weighs on people's expectations the same way a finals MVP and Kawhi Leonard trading, you know, Paul George, that was a, in such in dramatic fashion. You know what I mean? I think people have more of an issue with the optics because the, the only thing that separates LeBron from what he did in Miami and Boston is that he advertised his and people have an issue with that. So I think it's really just the nature of the NBA. These guys talk and they're going to get, keep getting together. Yeah. And we got a couple more super chats. One for Tickle Kane. Again, appreciate you as always. The Bucks about to sign Ruben Boonjay Boonjay. Oh, snap. I ain't heard that name in a long time. Ruben Boonjay Boonjay. Yeah, that's a that's a Neanderthal signing. What's the that's next super chat? <laughs> Aldrin J. Shout out to De'Aaron Fox. Man's been balling lately. De'Aaron Fox has been playing good basketball. And he's he's Looking, he's looking real good out there in uh Sacramento. Underrated PG. Mm-hmm. Very um, much so. I agree. I got a I got a quick segment. I'm gonna do I wanted to uh get out before I dip up out of here. Uh what's good, B? How you been? What up, what up, what up? I'm good. I'm calling this segment every, for every wrong, there's a right. So this segment is basically about I don't know if the rest of the crew wants to partake in it. Uh eventually, you don't have to be today, but just down the line. So we we all about accountability here at Dead End. You know what I'm saying? I, I There's a lot of hot takes that get spoken on on this show. And niggas got to be held accountable for that shit. And I'm going to be the first one. You know what I'm saying? Clearly, the Washington Wizards are not going <laughs> to win 50 games this year. Like I predicted. Um, I was going to die on that hill, but shit. I'd rather die for something else. So I so y'all don't have to keep on sending me mentions and all that other shit. I know the records. I watch. I watch. I do a fucking sports show every week. I know. Yeah. I know what records are. We try so to I'm, tell you, Nick. Man, we try to tell you. Hey, look. So you sometimes you gotta just go out there, B. Shit. You guys go off on faith. Now, yeah. another team that I was I called out at the beginning of the year. Y'all niggas. Y'all niggas was. I was trying to tell y'all the Golden State Warriors. I, I predict that they would – I would be shocked or surprised if they won 40 games. Right now, I think they've only won 23. I don't know if they you played said, tonight. I thought you just said they wouldn't make the playoffs. Yeah, that's what he said. You said they wouldn't make the playoffs. That too. Um, With 23 games, I think they're 10th right now in the West. They're behind – I know Memphis. Yes. San Antonio as well. Yes. Uh, the only caveat is I believe they said that they have the easiest uh, record for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. So they may get in. However, that also depends on how everybody else plays as well. If Golden State doesn't make the playoffs this year, bro, we got we to gotta talk about Steph. I'm sorry. Did when Steph injured? Did he miss some games oh, this year? Yeah, yeah, we, 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 don't, her. yeah we, don't, we don't have to talk about Steph. Steph, Steph is doing his part. Steph is, yeah, Steph been balling, Steph, though. Steph, you, can't Steph, say, you can't say Steph hasn't been balling. I didn't say yeah. Steph wasn't balling. Yeah, but he ain't balling enough. We need to talk about Steve Kerr. That's what yeah, we, we need to talk about, about other areas and that's and Bob Myers. Myers. Yeah, we can't, we yeah. can't, we can't, we can't blame Steph. No, not at all. We can talk about Draymond. We can talk about Steve Kerr. We, we ain't talk never about- talked about Steve Kerr when it came to Gold State Warriors up until now. And we should. We always talked about how Steve Kerr wasn't shit. All he had to do was he let Andre Iguodala create some plays when he was getting bored and shit. So we know Steve mm-hmm. Kerr ain't shit. Yeah, that, that, I don't know if that's new to y'all, but that ain't that ain't new to me. Yeah, Steph, 
Steph, Steph been Steph. hurt though. <laughs> like what more? What more can he do? What more can he say? Nothing. Steph is doing his part. Steph been hurt. He was well, hurt he, last year. Now he, he hurt this year. Uh, I mean, yeah, he started his career hurt. He can't be on the clock. He can't be on the clock, B. <laughs> Time's <laughs> ticking. No, nah, he's not on the clock. He had a lot and of like he had Wiseman. Like Y'all talking about Wiseman like he the next thing since Akeem Olajuwon. Like FIFA brought up Kelly Oubre and some other uh, whack ass motherfucker like they was brought up Kelly Oubre, but who said Wiseman was the next coming of Olajuwon? I'm just saying y'all was hyping up Wiseman. Y'all was hyping up Wiseman. I mean, he's a rookie, and we said he got potential. I mean, I didn't say he was no damn Akeem Olajuwon in the making, but I do do see the potential in in Wiseman. Like, I I can definitely see him being an all-star in the next three to four seasons easily. If he's He's there. He's very very young, and he's not a... Yeah. He's a dude is young as hell. But you know, but you know who can expedite that process? Be Steve Kerr. Steve and Kerr, that's why yeah. he needs to be in yeah. that in that yeah. realm. He needs to be that's in true. that fire, man. Him that's and Bob true. Myers. What the hell is Bob Myers sitting on, on his hands for these last two free agencies, not getting anything for Steph? Like, all right, like y'all gotta have y'all should have known that KD was gonna bounce since he told y'all from the you know at the beginning of the season. If you knew the energy wasn't right, y'all should have had an exit plan ready. Mm-hmm. But this right. is but this is what you have, and Steve Kerr is not developing the guys with it that they should be developed. Man, this offense looked terrible. Yeah, somebody, uh, Stephon Curry, you're exactly right. Golden State Warriors are fifth seed in the East. That's true. If they were in the East, they'd be a fifth seed. Wait, they, but they are. But what? But what? What conference they in, Shelton? Remind them the what conference they they in the they're West. The so that's an irrelevant. That's an irrelevant stat to me. So they'll, they'll be. In, they're gonna be in the play in, and that's okay. I don't know. Can uh, you be? In, are you in the plan? At the, I thought it was the eighth and ninth. I didn't know if it was the tenth. Uh, the tenth. The tenth is the playing game. Yeah, the tenth is playing. Is playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, top ten makes to at least get a shot. We'll see. But I, shit, I don't. I don't know how they make the playoffs right now. Yeah, they 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 got like they got some odd pieces in. It's it's kind of weird to see them play together, but. You know, eventually they could get it together. I, I hate that. I hate that we couldn't see them together with um, what's the other light skin with Clay? <laughs> yeah, Clay. <laughs> light skin number that. two. Yeah, yeah. The, the light, the lightest backcourt in, in the game. I hated that they didn't get a shot to play together this year. I thought that team would be nice with both of them on the court. But we'll see next year if he's healthy. You know, if he comes back like he should. If he does come back right, that team will be right back in contention. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not sure about that. I think it's done for the Warriors. I think the window closed, the door is locked. Time to sell the house. And that's cool because <laughs> if that if that is what it is, y'all gonna see Steph Curry right down the coast in LA. And that's hey, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron recruit. Hey, yeah. hey, that LeBron James team was legit. Like, <laughs> he like I want all of y'all <laughs> in LA. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That'd nah, be he, crazy. He, hey, if Steph go to LA. It's already in the works, man. It's already in the works. Now, nah, Steph will retire, Warrior. Going anywhere else, he don't even need to win another championship. It's, he's going to retire no, a soldier. He, I don't know about a warrior. You know what, you know what, you know what Sheldon? You know what? I think you're right, but I don't think Steph feel that, that way, man. I think Steph is tired of not saying niggas like these casuals, but in but in terms of like the casuals who are like, yo, Steph, he don't really hoop like that to me, man. He don't really show me much. I think Steph want to get one just to show them, yo, I can, like, bro, y'all must not know who I am. 
Yeah, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I feel like he's gonna get one more. That's what I'm saying though. He, I can't he, see Curry leaving the Warriors though. That'd be I can, man. I can, man. Can't, he, he can't, I can easily see that shit. New new arena. The only thing about leaving, the only thing leaving would do would tarnish his, his legacy. And the reason why I say that is he's already a legend there. He's already done everything that he needs to do. He's overcome every odd in his whole career. Um, leaving right, I mean, you know what I'm saying? He can ride off in the sunset and be straight. Yeah, I don't think Curry Even now, if Bob Myers don't do right by him, Steph Curry gone, he, he gone. They'll always do right by him. They'll always do right They're not him. doing right by him the last two years. They got G Leaguers. Sheldon, they got G Leaguers on the team, bro. I could Draymond, be on the team. Draymond is their second best player. Dog, Draymond, bro, it's so bad. They got Draymond having like illusions of grandeur. I'm the best defensive player. Oh, like, this nigga crazy. Like, it's getting wild over there at Golden State right now. And you see Draymond. Bob Myers, they got nothing for him. Yeah, he, he's nobody's second best player. Draymond. No. Like, come on, yo. Like, bro, the, one of the biggest highlights for the Warriors team this year has been the fact that a player got interviewed to explain who he was. Wow. Like, bro, really? No, like, really? Like, a player that no one knew, oh, this is us. This is actually Steph Curry's teammate. This is who's on the roster. Like, bro, go. <laughs> it's bad, bro. It's, it's, cool. it's bad. So I can definitely see Steph being like, you know what? I really gave a lot to the city. And I feel like the fans should not, you know, boo. A, you give them three titles. Ass. Three titles, bro. Come on now. Any city, man. They ran the late, you know, 2010s. Me and B will be happy with just a, a finals appearance from a, a city near us. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's, that's it. Three my, titles. My, you ain't, I ain't saying that's shit. It. That's it. He's, he's done everything he needs to do. Him leaving would tarnish his legacy with those fans and the people that he's already got there. He, he ain't got to do nothing else. He, he's good now. Nah, now I thought he, you were going to say it would tarnish his legacy because it would be like, well, what did you do as the, as the guy yourself when you was that nigga? Like you, no, I, you always, you always been surrounded by a, a, a bunch of uh, solid motherfuckers. What did you do when the shit was? This is the adversity that Ken was talking about. Like this mm-hmm. is the most adversity he's, he's faced so far, and now you ready to dip? Right, him, that's what I'm saying. Him, leaving. not only to dip, but to dip to the nigga that well, beat you. I well, I don't, I don't know if it's the most adversity he's faced, man. Like those early years were really bad for. for yeah, they were brutal. Uh, but nobody had expectations on him like that until now. Yeah. I like they was about to trade. Saying, they was gonna they was, trade. They was gonna keep Monte Ellis and trade him. Don't give a yeah, fuck about because they wanted ankles, to see what he, he had was, the bad man. ankles. His ankles. He was having bad ankles when he first came in the league. So people mm-hmm. didn't yeah. know if he was gonna stay. If he was gonna stay healthy, mm-hmm. that was the question mark on Curry coming in out of from Davidson. Like, could he have stay healthy? Because he had he had some tender ankles, boys. So people didn't think he was gonna hold up. Right. Hey, we got a couple more super chats real quick. Uh, Tigolo Kane said, I know y'all saw Marcus Smart. All right, Nick. All right, Nick. I know y'all saw Marcus Smart last night, clown. What did he do last night? I, I didn't see Marcus Smart. Yeah, I didn't either. Man, what, one, one last thing. We act like D-Wade wasn't a bull, and we act like Kobe didn't ask to go to Detroit. That's all I'm saying. Like, Oh, you know, oh, oh I hey, Q, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you, Q. People have amnesia about that. Like, people mm-hmm. forget that Kobe <laughs> – Right, right before he got Ron Artest and Pau Gasol and them, mm-hmm. Kobe wanted out of L.A. Mm-hmm. He he did not want to play with Smush Parker and Kwame Brown anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Keep taking Steph for granted, man, because, bro, he's tired of seeing this. Yo, Kyrie, yo, Dame. He's like, man, mm-hmm. all I need is one more competent guy around mm-hmm. me, and I can I can match y'all. 
y'all must have forgot. Like, we were the reason y'all couldn't get out of Oregon. We was the reason that y'all couldn't, you know what I'm saying, beat us. And obviously, KD has something to do with that. But, man, sorry, Sheldon, but, yeah. <laughs> um, we also got one from uh, Louis Gregory. Uh, Donovan Mitchell has the seventh highest point per game in the playoffs all time behind AD and LeBron. Come on, y'all. That's superstar status. How many 3-1 chokes think- does he have? Oh, that's yeah, that's what I was gonna say. And I was gonna say, um, until he wins, that, that still don't make him a superstar. I mean, I, I just think he needs to 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 win in the playoffs. And this is the year you lead. I mean, you got the best record in the league still, right? Who are so, you talking about? Who are you talking about? Utah? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. We were talking about Donovan Mitchell, whether he was a superstar or not at this point. Uh being and I said no, I don't think so. No, he's a household name. I like. I said I, I got killed for this in the chat a month ago, but y'all see him once again. Oh, Q's right. And the thing is, Donovan Mitchell is a star. He's an all star. Oh yeah, he's a household definitely. name. Most but definitely, super superstars. They impact the game and they make people better. And yeah, I still believe Jimmy Butler's a superstar because you see what he's doing. They're hitting the law right now in Miami. But if you look at every place Jimmy Butler's been, he's made those people better. The Minnesota mm-hmm. ain't been to the playoffs since. Right. So I'm just saying, like, the elevation, like, the first year in a new team, he goes to the finals. That means something. I, like, y'all want to talk about Donovan Mitchell. Who has he made better on the Jazz versus what has Rick – um not Rick – yeah, Jimmy. Snyder's system. What has Snyder's system done for other players as well? You know what I mean? There's, he's, he's also putting these guys in position. It's not just Donovan Mitchell, you know? Right. I agree. I, I, I think the same thing. Quinn Snyder's a great coach. Donald Mitchell is a great player, but he's not a superstar. I just, I just don't see it. And he's surrounded by a lot of talent, and they're getting the job done right now. But in the playoffs, let's see if he steps up, takes over, wins some of these big games, and gets to the finals. Then we'll talk superstar. But until until then, I don't, I don't see it. Yeah, agreed. Um, Q. Yo, did you talk about the KD thing? What happened with KD, bro? You talking about the hamstring and <laughs> nah, something <laughs> on social oh, media? Oh yeah, like Michael Rappaport when um, you know Rappaport doing what did he whole, say now? Just you know that oh, whole no, like cover racist. Yeah, like that whole you know I want to be down yo 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 mentality. Yeah. You know that. That's been getting Michael Rappaport by for years because he did some with Child Call Quest and he knew some people at death row. All right, cool. But he don't respect black people. I don't think that just because you are married to a black person that that means that you care about black people just means you find one attractive. And and, and at the end of the day, guys like KD, they are going to get called soft. And I would advise NBA players to not go back and forth with these buffoons. But Michael Rappaport, you know, doing his thing, talking down on KD. KD responds on Twitter. He posts a DM of KD, you know, calling Michael Rappaport a bunch of, you know, uh, derogatory names, you know, the B word, a whole bunch of that. You know, he call him soft, calling him, you know, your wife don't respect you, blah, yada, yada. And, you know, B, do you think that that's like corny on both sides? Or do you think that that's like, yo, Michael Rappaport deserves it? You know what I mean? Because I've seen both reactions. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so sick of Michael Rappaport voicing, thinking, <laughs> thinking he can voice whatever he can voice because, like you said, he he done some hip hop stuff or whatever, and grew up in the black community. Um, 
I and I'm it's kind of corny on Katie part two. It's just kind of like, dude, well, you don't got nothing else better to do. I, I get it. You want to address the man, you want to address him on social media since he's talking about you on that platform. So that's cool. You want to address him, but I mean, yeah, come on, Katie. Come both of them. Like, yeah, both of them just kind of come off just like corny. And it's just, I didn't see the exchange. I, I didn't see what y'all was talking about. That's why I'm like, what the hell he didn't did say now, but. I got to check out the exchange. But yeah, just seeing that, man, it's just like, I just think it's corny. I think that whole social media beef or whatever, I think that that's shit is just corny as hell. That, that's just me. That's a fact. But what, what about you, Sheldon? I, I don't understand how Katie has the time to even, I, I, I guess it's pretty difficult. I mean, it, it's, you know, of course we on a, a super much smaller scale, but there's times when we're criticized and I guess I'd be wanting to say something back to people. So I kind of get that part. But on his level, I've learned to stop doing it here. He needs to learn to stop doing it there. He responds to everything. And I'm like, man, ain't no way I got time. And maybe maybe for him, it's fuel to his fire and he uses that as motivation. That could be the case because people find motivation in many different forms. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what, what it is for him. I, I, I think that the Mike Rappaport, of course, is corny. I wouldn't have time to be responding to him and be sending no DMs, calling him no name. I wouldn't go through all that, man. Whatever. But maybe for him, that's his fuel. That's how he gets himself going every day. Because you got to find motivation somewhere. And and some players, you know, they they wear their emotions on their sleeves. And it helps them to play better. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's his process. And I hope that's what it is. But I wish he finds something else. Mm -hmm. Like being on social media, just, just, just... it's not. A, it's never been a good look for him. Grown ass men going back and forth like some teenagers, man. Come yeah. on. About yeah. you, Ken. Um. Damn. I know. I don't. I don't. I don't care for Rappaport, man. Um. He's suspect to me. And you know, I I feel KD on defending himself. Um. I understand. Uh, there's a Jay Z line about that. I think. Um, where, and I can't remember what it is, but he kind of addresses, like, not addressing certain people because that just gives them a spotlight. And, you know, that that's that's kind of what, what KD did. Like, he kind of really made his day because now whose name are we mentioning? Michael Rappaport, you know? Right. Ooh. And... Uh, everybody else seen it, and what happens is the websites pick it up, the blogs pick it up, and that's more exposure to to them. And depending on how one would feel one way or the other, they'd be like, hey, this Michael Rappaport guy is, is all right with me. Um, and boom, he got some more followers. And But, um, but no, I think at this point, KD should be above the fray. I uh, I understand that, you know, he moves different and that, you know, he wants to make sure that nobody's just going to say anything to him. And I get it. But at the end of the day, he got to realize that that person technically is a nobody. So, so you can kind of let that one go, bro. Well, what did he say? In the, what did he say in the, in the, in the press conference, B? Well, what did he say in the press conference? KD? KD, yeah. Yeah, what do you say to Pat Bev in the playoffs? I forgot. You know who I, am? I forgot. Yeah, I you know forgot. who I am. Oh, you know who I am? Yeah. Yeah. You know who I am? He got to take that mentality with everybody else, bro. 
He do. Yeah. He do. Hey, we we got three quick super chats on the subject, man. I, hey, for real, everybody in this chat, man, I appreciate you so much for all these super chats tonight. Everything you do help us to keep the channel running, and we appreciate you so much for all that y'all doing. Uh, TJ Clark said, uh, Rappaport definitely deleted his messages before he took them screenshots he posted. Mm-hmm. I believe that, too. Yeah, so his side of it, you you, you can't really see. Uh, uh, Tigolo, you said, uh, oh, Draymond Green. We're going to get, yeah, I'll get back to yours. Let me do Chill Vibes real quick. Chill Vibes said, not that I'm taking sides, but the KD DMs are from December, and KD said, they have went back and forth many times over the years. He said Mike is upset about something and exposed the DMs like Mike is a clown. Oh, yeah. See, corny. So Mike yeah. pulled, pulled a bitch move. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty See? much. Yeah. Pretty much. See? I'm saying, I, I, yeah, I always, I always got my side eye on Mike right before anyway. So, yeah, that's not surprising. Very federal behavior. Yeah, very, very federal behavior. <laughs> very. Yeah, I, yeah very. I agree, Q. Very federal behavior. Um, yeah, that's that's just crazy, man. And, and um, uh, I feel so guilty because I'm watching the Michael Rappaport series that I thought was pretty good. I'm <laughs> quit watching it now on Netflix. <laughs> oh shit! Not watching the uh, Michigan uh, UCLA game. What's wrong with you, Sean? No, no, I'm, I'm just saying. I wasn't watching it at this moment. I'm just saying right now. That's the series I'm watching. Which one is it again? It's called Atypical. Atypical. Okay. It was pretty good. I, man. I'm not gonna watch it, but that's don't, yeah. Don't watch it just because of him. <laughs> Every everything else on it is good though. It's it's a really well put together show to me. But anyway, um, uh, Tigolo Kane. Hey, appreciate you as always, partner. As always, he said, "What y'all think about the outrage against Drake?" I, I had to ask him who he's talking about when he said Dre. He's talking about Draymond Green, um, mm-hmm. and what he said about um, he said the WNBA players are mad at Draymond over his women's comments about the equality thing. Um, what he say? What about he, the he basically said, "Who's going to be their voice? Like, like they need a voice, basically, to to stand up for them." Um, I'm trying to I'm paraphrase because I saw it, but I didn't put a lot into it. But anyway, basically, he was saying that, the you know, how they talk about the women's game. You know how I don't know if you saw earlier and I don't think we even talked about it, how the NCAA had different. They had the little weight room for the women with the little. Right. right. I remember seeing that. that went, they they, they ended up getting a better facility. But y'all yeah, saw that. They saw did. That. They're, they're just saying how um, the big disparity between women's and men's sports. And he was saying, who is your voice? Like, y'all need a voice. Somebody need to basically step out and speak it up for y'all. Like, you know, and they didn't take it it too kindly when he came out and said that. So he's got a lot of flack from from people about that, um, saying that I I didn't, y'all have to forgive me because I didn't read it all. I just know that it it, it wasn't a good look for him. Um, I don't think... I don't think what he said was wrong. I just don't think he. Yeah, it didn't sound like, like what he said was wrong. Yeah, it it, it wasn't wrong to me. I, I just he's right. I mean, but at the same time, it ain't his place really to say. He just it, it, unless he's about to get off the court and go into that realm, let them handle their own business. Don't put yourself out there even worse because you, you right now you playing the game and 
you got to fix your game before you be talking about anybody. That's the way I look at it. Like, you ain't, you ain't no authority to speak on nothing. You need to be worried about playing better so your team can win some games. And that's what I get. Like, you, you're distracted. Play, boy. You need to play. Now, that's when you need to shut up and play. In cases like his, that's it. I, you know, that's how I look at that. But other, other than that, he, he – I don't think he was that disrespectful. I mean, I'm not even trying to get into what a woman thinks is or what offends somebody. I don't, I don't want to get into that because I don't have that threshold and it's not my feelings to say it. So I would say that, on the other hand, just the merit of him speaking, I can speak on that, um, that Draymond Green, <laughs> at this point, I don't think a, a lot of what he says should be taken to heart to too like too serious i'm actually more so just concerned why people continue to do this thing of let me blast conversations i should be having interpersonally on twitter let me go on my social media story and post this thing that i can dm these players and talk to them about hey yo hit my phone or hit their management or hit people because you're an, you're an nba star people know your household your household name and mm-hmm. these WNBA players obviously have a lesser profile than you, and I get you want to bring awareness to the issue, but if you were really serious about making traction and actually getting on the on the ground, as people say, and really making a move, I would be behind the scenes maybe making a shake before I ask for some public in- inquiry from the players. Or how about you call them, talk to them, instead of, you know, I don't know, man. It's just a social media. Yeah, yeah. and I agree with you, Q. Like, what, what are you going to do to contribute to their success? Are you are you offering a solution? That's when you can talk about something when you're trying to be part of the solution. Mm-hmm. And if, if he was doing that, I wouldn't have no beef with him at all. But to sit there and just spew your opinion without, you know, just, just, like, dude, be quiet, man. He made a whole but I would say too. this. Let, let me ask y'all something about, about women's sports in general. Like, we talk about um, in, in, in the sport of, you know, they talk about equality in the college sports and stuff like that. And to me, I'm not, I, I'm not a big fan of equality in college sports. And let me let me state what I mean by that. I, I I don't think it should work that way. I don't think because I have a top football program, my football players should suffer because we need to make sure that the golf players are taken care of. They don't they don't generate the same funds, so we shouldn't be we we shouldn't eat the same. Just like in the regular world, it, it, it ain't like that. So it shouldn't be that way. What you generate, I mean, I I don't mind profit sharing a little bit, but you shouldn't have everything that if this person is generating millions and millions of dollars for a university. He's entitled to more of the pie share than the person who's generating, you know, a couple thousand. It, it should be different. It should be different. I don't think it should be equal. And that's men, women, children, whoever. It should be according to what you contribute. And like I said, you could profit share a little bit. That don't mean you get to keep the whole pie, but you still should get more of the pie if you're contributing more of the the uh, Revenue. That's just how I look at it. And that's how I view, view it being. Um, and I was trying to think to myself, like, why does women's basketball suffer the way it does? Do y'all think, and my question to you, you guys, do you think UConn's success has hurt the women's game? Man, that's, man, this is such a loaded question. Um, I think that people don't respect women. I don't think that people respect women's basketball and women's sports because people don't respect women, number one. So just off off, off the bat, 
I think people can be attracted, you know, a lot of people are attracted to women. A lot of people, you know what I'm saying, are fond of certain conversation. A lot of people respect in terms of work. But I don't think as people at the core, society at large respects women. So what they do and what they engage in, people won't respect it off bat. In terms of the athletic component to that, I don't think the conversation even has to be profit sharing because the university got enough money to, to feed all these programs. They just hiding it. Literally, just audit your university. This is this is this is this is not even a conversation about the athletic directors and how much are they getting paid? How much money are they not reporting? How much how much money does the university at large get from their other investments in in like in the same city? And I think that that solves all of these problems. But we get to this battle of the sexes stuff that doesn't get to the root of the issue. It's just the fact that these universities are greedy as hell, and they yeah. can boost these programs and they can boost the profile of women's sports they just choose literally not to because they think that no one cares but you haven't primed people to care yet but i think that i think that's changing though i I do think that girls are getting first of all girls are dunking now so mm-hmm. that's like that's gonna help um yeah i think i think that the game is getting smoother i think that as teams expand i think that as more advertisement money comes into WNBA, things like that can actually help I actually like the game a lot. I think that you have a lot of great players in WNBA right now. We're seeing a little mm-hmm. bit of, of like a renaissance in girls basketball. Mm-hmm. And, and not to mention the girls that's in college that's going to make that leap to the WNBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this tournament, watching the women's college tournament. But I, but I, like I said, I always thought like UConn, it was a foregone conclusion that UConn was going to win it all no matter what. So in saying that, I think that that hurt for a lot of people, including me, because I watch some of these 40-point, 50-point, 70-80-point blowouts, and it's like, it's not worth watching. They're they getting all the talent. Like, who wants to sit there and watch that? So I thought maybe, you know, now there's a little bit of parity in it. Um, but as it gets to be more and more parity, the more exciting the games are going to be and the better they are. Now, this this tournament has been pretty good. A uh, couple of missed calls, but you know, it's still. I mean, but didn't, haven't you? Haven't you kind of went through a stretch where they wasn't winning championships, though? This has been this this recently. They have been where where they have been. I don't think how many have they I'm won. Have to, like, I'm gonna have to look at the like. Years. I'm gonna have to look at the previous like championship winners. I feel like, I mean, I know UConn is always in the mix, but I feel like they haven't. I could be wrong. I feel like they haven't won in any like a national championship in a minute. But someone check me if I'm wrong. But I feel like. I haven't seen them cutting them nets down in a minute. Yeah, they always, since, they always like in the final four or the lead later, whatever like that. It's not like they just not make they ain't doing nothing. But I feel like I haven't heard their name mentioned in the championship realm in a minute. Yeah, like I said, someone check me if I'm wrong, but I just feel like I haven't been hearing their name that much. Uh, Tigolo said uh, Draymond Green got heat for asking about UC girl Page. What, what's that? I don't know about that. Oh, Paige, uh, University of UConn. They were like, um, but, but basically, Draymond, first of all, Draymond went to Israel, so I don't have really have to have much to say to Draymond. But besides, besides that, in terms of Draymond's acumen for, you know, trying to become an extracurricular, like, media guy, guy who goes on ESPN, then he'll go on, you know what I'm saying, TNT, then he'll go on, you know, he wants to, that. that's his play after basketball, and that's cool. But he made this thread, and that's what people are talking about. It's this long-ass thread of just 
ramblings of who's going to start the conversation for Paige and how she's the best basketball player. Who's going to do this and that? And it's just like, it's just a guy trying to hear himself talk. You know what I mean? Just he's he's been talking all week. I don't know what's going on in Golden State, but he's on that Zaza. So whatever he's, you know. Yeah, that is true. They they haven't won a championship since 2016. That is correct. Okay. I, I meant what what I was saying was they're they're always one of the top teams. In yeah, they are. They, they are always. They are. Yeah, they always won. So it, was, it wasn't enough parity until now. And like I said, it's more exciting now than it's ever been. Um, and it's it's cool to see Don Staley and the South Carolina girls doing well. I, I root for them hard, by the way. But I I think that. You know, I, I think that the, the the it's up to you. Know, like I said, it's up to the viewers. If the viewers want to watch it and they're watching it, cool. If it's not being watched, it don't matter what channel they on. It don't matter how much pub they get. You know, if people ain't trying to watch it, if it's not a good product, it ain't a good product. So it, it's just down to that for me. I mean, what what you contribute is what you should get. And like I said, you can help them, but you don't deserve equal. I just don't think so. Um, but yeah, we uh sorry about the technical issues earlier, guys. Uh, you know, we had I mean it happens, you know. But um, but yeah, we thank you guys for showing up again and uh we'll more than likely be back Thursday. Hey Ken, real huh? quick, did we talk did was was Drummond on the Lakers when we had our show last week? No, he wasn't. He just signed, and we didn't actually get a chance to touch on that tonight. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we have to we have to we have to pick it up Thursday. Yeah, we picked it up. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Um, all right, cool. I'll catch you guys. Uh, well, we'll catch you guys next time. We out. Peace. Peace. Hey, hit the like button. Hit the like button, please.